live from the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York on January 17th, 2023. I'm Gianna Volpe on Long Island's only local NPR radio station. Starting here in Southampton Village, Suffolk Deputy Police Commissioner Anthony Carter has decided against becoming the village's next police chief. Officials said yesterday, just over a month after the board voted 4-1 to one to give him the job. John Valenti reports on Newsday.com that the lone dissenting vote at the December 12th special meeting came from Mayor Jesse Warren, whose lack of support spurred Carter to change his mind, according to a statement Monday on behalf of of Southampton Village Deputy Mayor Gina Arresta and trustees Robin Brown, Bill Manger, and Roy Stevenson. Arresta tells Newsday that Carter notified trustees of his decision late Friday. Despite Warren's opposition, the mayor had initially said he'd support him, Arresta said, quote, but in the days afterward, he was not communicating with Carter. And then publicly, he's been critical, and it's very embarrassing what's happened. As trustee and deputy mayor, I believe we're doing the best we can and that Mr. Carter was the best choice. He's been here getting to know people on his own time, and Southampton Village Police have been in full support of him. They've gotten to know him, and it's really a shame he won't be taking over. End quote. Lieutenant Suzanne Hurtow will continue as acting chief of the Southampton Village Police Department. According to Arresta, Carter's hire as chief was set to become effective March 13th, contingent on passing the civil service test. He'd been offered a five-year contract worth $225,000 annually, according to town officials. Carter had been tapped for the job more than a year after the retirement of former Chief Thomas Cummings, who agreed to retire in September of 2021 with a payout of nearly $775,000 in unused sick and vacation time and lifetime health benefits for himself and his wife on top of an annual salary of nearly $250,000. More on that story at the top of the next hour. Moving over to Riverhead, odd even-day restrictions on lawn watering will be mandatory this year if a proposed local law is adopted by the town board. Alec Lewis reports on RiverheadLocal.com that aiming to conserve water during times of peak demand, the Riverhead Water District is looking to impose restrictions based on street address numbers. Locations with odd-numbered addresses would be allowed to water water lawns, wash cars, and fill pools only on odd-numbered days, while locations with even-numbered addresses would be allowed to do so only on even-numbered days. An easy way to remember that irrigation of common areas and residential communities would be allowed only every other day with no watering at all permitted between 5 and 9 a.m. in the town of Riverhead. The restrictions would be in place from April 15th through September 15th each year, and users would be subject to penalties if they're found in violation. The Riverhead Town Board, which is the governing body of the Riverhead Water District, is expected to set a February 7th public hearing on the proposal. A vote to schedule the public hearing is on the board's agenda for its meeting tomorrow. And finally, as news was announced last Thursday about a proposed multi-billion dollar casino plan at the site of Nassau Coliseum and its surrounding property, a member of the Shinnecock Indian Nation, which had once worked toward developing a casino on the parcel, spoke out about dreams derailed. Lance Gums, tribal ambassador and vice president for the National Congress of American Indian for the Northeast region, said it's really frustrating to me. We put in a lot of legwork 
time, effort, and funds to move our gaming out of the Hamptons because our neighbors don't want it out here. The Nassau Coliseum hub was our number one location. Lisa Finn reporting on Patch.com that discussing all the hours put in, Gums said he and other members of the Shinnecock Nation had met with Hofstra University and Nassau Community College, as well as local community groups in the Hempstead-Uniondale area to address their concerns and work out solutions. Quote, we spent funds on architectural plans. It's like we're seeing our whole playbook that got into the other team's hands being played out in front of us. Gums added, we had looked to partner with several groups and the Sands Project would have been ideal for us as a Long Island tribe. It would have made sense, Gums said, quote, to partner with us to move our gaming out of the Hamptons and give us a, and give a real reason for the Gaming Commission to consider a proposal that included us. That would have been a political win as well as satisfying all our billionaire neighbors who don't want gaming in the Hamptons. Now we're being with, left with no choice but to continue with our gaming plans out here. Lance Gums was one of the principals who worked long and hard on the Coliseum deal, he said. Looking at the weather in the Shinnecock Nation, through um, though our hot studio segment underwritten by Peconic Landing currently doesn't have a guest. So if you're a local guest, uh, a local artist, and you're listening, or you know a local artist, uh, and you want to be featured, or for them to be featured this morning, leave us a voicemail at six three one five nine one seven zero zero six. Again, that's six three one. Five nine one seven zero zero six. The first person who gets through gets the spot. Otherwise, we've got lots of music from all decades and genres ready for you on today's Grace and Grit edition of the Heart of the East End. Grace and Grits chef Adam Coffer joins us for the Tasty Tuesday segment at the bottom of the next hour with Jermaine Owens of North Fork Seafood kicking it off this morning. With the Lost Dogs, I've got, uh, it's called Grace is the Smell of Rain from the Mutt Record of 2004. If you listen to the playlist on WLIW.org slash radio after the show, the following track by Dave Matthews' band, Grace is Gone, will be from the Busted Stuff record, though you live listeners will get a different version of that track, and it's from the unrecorded, but in my opinion, much better uh, version of the Busted Stuff record called the Lily White Sessions. Uh, and then a little Clint Eastwood from the Grace is Gone soundtrack. I'm Gianna Volpe. These are the Lost Dogs. And you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
ride that stiffs the neck Healed by graceless genuflect Heaven and earth embracing Like lovers under the mistletoe Speaking of dogs, you live listeners out there are lucky dogs because you're getting the Grace is Gone version from DMB's uh, Lily White Sessions. Those who listen to the playlist on the website will get the one from Busted Stuff. This one is my favorite version of Dave Matthews Band's Grace is Gone, Lily White Sessions right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station WLI. WFM on the Grace and Grit edition of The Heart, the weekday morning and midnight show, playing music from all decades and genres and interviewing folks from all walks of life, all because of you, the listener supporter of WLIWFM. Neon shines through smoky eyes tonight It's 2 a.m. I'm drunk again It's heavy on my mind It's heavy on my mind I could never love again So much as I love you you end where I begin is like a river going through oh. 
take my heart, take my eyes, 'cause I need them no more. If never again they'll fall upon the one I so adore. Excuse me, please, one more drink. Could you make it strong? 'Cause I don't need to think she broke my heart. My grace is gone. Another drink and I'll move on. From DMB to Clint Eastwood, Jeff Buckley on deck after that with my favorite Grace track, the title track of his 1994 record. Domingo afterward, then our first 
featured local artist Robert Bruy. Unwavering grace from his Silver Burning Sky record. You're listening to the Heart of the East End on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM 88.3 on the FM dial throughout eastern Long Island and coastal Connecticut, 96.9 in central and western Suffolk County, streaming online to wherever you are at WLIW.org slash radio. It's where you can also find the podcasts of all the editions of The Heart if you missed it and want to catch up.
chills every single time I listen to a track from that record, especially the title track. This is Domingo, The Grace, from his 2008 record. You were always bored while they were barely trying to sleep. We're there, as it were. You think you've seen it all and why you have you want to keep. Rob Bruy on deck after this. Stay tuned. No one has ever been there before. To WLIWFM. If it takes one to know one, how can you be so sure? While you were away, while you were away, while you stayed away, didn't you know that someday you would lose your grace?
Neil Diamond and Glenn Campbell, Lost Dog Street Band to follow. You're listening to The Heart of the East End, the Grace and Grit edition on WLIWFM NPR Radio. Commercial free because of you, the listener supporter of WLIWFM. Pretty amazing grace is what you showed me. Pretty amazing grace is who you are 
I was an empty vessel You filled me up inside And with amazing grace Restored my pride Pretty amazing grace Is how you saved me And with amazing grace Reclaimed my heart Love in the midst of chaos Calm in the heat of war Showed with amazing grace What love was for You forgave my insensitivity And my attempt to then mislead you You stood beside a wretch like me Your pretty amazing grace Was all I needed Stumbled inside the doorway of your chapel Humbled and awed by everything I found Beauty and love surround me Freed me from what I feared Asked for amazing grace and you appeared You overcame my loss of hope and faith Gave me the truth I could believe in You led me to a higher place Showed your amazing grace When grace was what I needed Came my loss of hope and faith, gave me 
be the grace edition with a little without a little amazing grace i'm gianna volpe we've got 
Lost Dog Street Band, Baby Shambles, then our very own Billy Joel, 15, well, 14 minutes ahead of the NPR news break at the top of the hour, and the next local news update on WLIWFM. Hello to John Harkins out there and the Van Der Wettering crew from WLIWFM's Heart of the East End. Oh, lover, hear me crying. Oh, I'm stumbling through the darkness, can't find my way home. Oh, I'm picking through the ashes and my Thoughts all clouded in Hold on, a fool Hold on, a fool Hold on, a fool Hold on, a fool And if I should fall
But you found my heart and fell in love with me
served the sorrow Who spilled the salt into the sea Who stole the whiskey from the bottle Who sold his soul to destiny Look here it comes while my head hanging high And my hands untied on the horizon There's a little piece of land I spy for you get a little bit of everything right here artists you've never heard before uh likely like baby shambles that track you just heard fall from grace or ones you absolutely know like billy joel state of grace from a stormfront record of 1989 read uh leading you into the npr news break at the top of the hour here on the grace and grit edition of the heart of the east end the weekday morning and midnight show playing music from all decades and genres and interviewing folks from all walks of life, all because of you, the listener-supporter of Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
With Long Island Local News, I'm Gianna Volpe on WLIWFM, January 17th, 2023, uh, expanding on a story we read in the first hour. Anthony Carter, the Southampton Village Board's pick to be the village's next chief of police starting in March is no longer taking the position. Brendan J. O'Reilly reports on 27East.com that village board members Gina Arresta, Roy Stevenson, Robin Brown, and Bill Manger announced Carter's decision in a press release yesterday that laid the blame for Carter's withdrawal at the feet of Mayor Jesse Warren, who cast the sole dissenting vote uh, against appointing Carter and has been outspoken in his disagreement with his fellow board members. Carter is currently a police, uh, a deputy police commissioner for the county, part of a 29-year career in law enforcement that has also included serving as a police inspector in the New York City Police Department. The Southampton Village Board voted 4-1 to one during a special meeting in December to appoint Carter to the post beginning in March. The contract was for five years with an annual salary starting at $225,000 plus an additional uh, additional 45000 each year if he did not take health insurance and retirement benefits from the village. In a Southampton Press interview Monday afternoon, Carter said turning down the position was a disappointment and working alongside the village officers would have been a dream job for him. Quote, I'm grateful for the support of the trustees, the village administrator, and the community, and especially the men and women of the Southampton Village Police Department who need and deserve everyone's support, Carter said. He added that after consultation with his family, they came to a decision that Quote, at this juncture and stage of my professional career, it's just not the right time to take the position. He refrained from pointing fingers at Warren as the trustees had. Warren has had an increasingly contentious relationship with his fellow board members in recent weeks and found himself on an island in more ways than one at the meeting with Deputy Mayor Gina Aresta, Trustee Robin Brown, and Trustee Bill Manger, expressing their support for and agreement with much of what Trustee Roy Stevenson had to say, and many of the points made by Stevenson were also echoed at the meeting by Attorney Vince uh, Tuomi, who served as Labor Counsel for the next police chief search committee. Stevenson began by saying that Warren offered no reasons for his dissent and said there was no qualification that Mr. Carter lacked. The search committee, uh, quote, reviewed every application that met the standards for the position, Stevenson said, adding they were assisted by a professional. Carter was also present at Thursday's meeting where Stevenson launched into an impassioned defense of Carter and of the job done by the police chief search committee over the course of more than a year to find a candidate for the job. Stevenson served on that committee along with Brown, who was the chair. Suffolk Police Commissioner Rodney Harrison had appointed Carter as his deputy in February. Carter previously served as an NYPD inspector and spent 28 years on the force. In a Newsday interview, Southampton Village Deputy Mayor Gina Arresta said of Carter, I have nothing but praise for him, but we need a police chief, and now we have to start over again. This certainly puts us in a bad position moving forward. Moving east, East Hampton Town Supervisor Peter Van Skoyak will not seek re-election to a fourth term. He announced this past Friday, ending what will have been 23 years of service in town government when his current term expires at the end of the year. Council person Kathy Burke Gonzalez announced shortly afterward that she intends to seek the East Hampton Town Democratic Party's nomination to succeed Van Skoyak in East Hampton Town's executive suite. 
Michael Wright reports on 27East.com that Van Skoyek served on the Town Zoning Board of Appeals and Planning Board prior to being elected to the East Hampton Town Board in 2011. The Democratic Party will begin screenings this month of potential candidates for the three Town Board seats and four East Hampton Town trustee seats that will be on the ballot this year. The East Hampton Town Republican Party has yet to make any announcements about their screening plans. And finally, following up on Hochul's State of the State address, one of the most potentially consequential proposals in that address last week would require the minimum wage to rise with inflation annually for hundreds of thousands of workers to, quote, tackle the affordability crisis head on, end quote. Michael Gormley reporting on Newsday.com that supporters argue her proposal to index the minimum wage to inflation would not only serve fairness and social justice, but boost the economy by putting more cash into the hands of consumers and help more New Yorkers to leave social services. But big unknowns remain among them are whether the proposal will cost some low-wage workers their jobs because employers, particularly small businesses, can't afford the cost of frequent increases. Another is whether the proposal will fuel more inflation, exacerbating the economic pain of the working poor as well as employers. The proposal will soon go to the New York State Legislature, where progressive lawmakers are pushing an even more generous measure sponsored by Senator Jessica Ramos, the Democrat from Jackson Heights. Hochul's proposal would increase the minimum wage of $15 an hour on Long Island, New York City, and Westchester, which uh, was phased in under a 2016 law but tying it to annual inflation increases. The wage would never drop in times of deflation. The current upstate minimum wage is $14.20 an hour. The annual increase, however, would be capped at a figure Hochul hasn't released yet. That's a safeguard against spikes in labor costs that could force employers to cut jobs. Hochul's proposal also calls for an off-ramp triggered by certain economic or budget conditions that aren't yet specified. Most of those details are expected to become clearer when Hochul releases her budget proposal to the state ledge later this month. Looking at the weather on the North Fork as we prepare for Grace and Grit chef co-owner Adam Coffer and North Fork Seafood's Jermaine Owens to join us for the Tasty Tuesday segment at the bottom of the hour, looking like a 40% Chance of rain mainly after 4 p.m. in Southhold. Increased clouds with a high near 45 degrees. Southwest wind around 11 miles per hour tonight. 40% chance of rain mainly before 10 p.m. Cloudy otherwise, then gradually becoming partly cloudy with a steady temperature around 41 degrees. West wind around 10 miles per hour. Right now it's 30 degrees. Speaking of grace, we've got the grace and grit edition of the heart. I think I'm going to bunny hop past Taylor Swift State of Grace to open up with Elephant Revival's Grace of a Woman from the 2013 record These Changing Skies. Uh, Keith Urban, The Helicopters, and the East End's very own Marty Attridge on deck after that, followed by the recently lost Lisa Marie Presley, Storm and Grace, the title track to from her 2012 record. Um, you can always find the playlist WLIW.org slash radio. You can even get those secret traps tracks we miss when we do our bunny hops. I'm Gianna Volpe. This is Elephant Revival. And you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Sometimes it seems as though 
very best what a man can know is the grace of a woman. He can love his lonely heart only till he yearns again for the grace of a woman. He can live in solitude but only until that day is through come the grace of a woman.
hasn't been peace on our street since who knows when I don't mean to listen in but the shouting is so loud I turn up the radio to drown it out and silently I say a little prayer but for the grace of God go out I must have been born a lucky guy heaven only knows how I've been blessed with the gift of your Something completely different right up my alley for sure. Buckle your seatbelts because it's going to get a little bit bumpy. Bumpy. The Helicopters, the title track of their 2002 record, By the Grace of God, ahead of our very own Marty Attridge, reveling grace from his old North Road record of 2017. A perfect track to lead into our Tasty Tuesday segment with Adam Coffer and Jermaine Owens. I see them walking up to the studio right now. You're listening to WLIWFM NPR Radio. Stay tuned.
always interview my friends here on the heart of the east end but i'm really grateful this morning to be doing so it's sort you know it's a small fork i do interview everyone and i don't want my friends to be disadvantaged just because they know me welcoming to the airwaves the one and only adam coffer of grace and grit and jermaine owens of north fork seafood company we gotta start with you jermaine because i haven't talked to you since you opened up, mm. since you got going, I saw a cool People magazine feature on you about, you know, starting a business through the pandemic. You have worked for everyone. Now you're working for yourself. How has it been? How does it feel? And then we'll talk a little bit about the uh, the market, which I just saw you. That's where I saw you last. Yeah. So um, it's been a blessing. Um, I have worked for just about everybody on the island. And working for yourself is just special, you know. And um, starting during the pandemic, um, where everything was uncertain, uh, and getting to know a lot of people, you know, it's, it's been great. You know, you know and, and I think that with food... There was really the pandemic was actually a bastion of opportunity because you think about all of the CSAs that were popping off. 
through yeah. the pandemic with with the uh, disruptions to the supply chain. Mm. People who before were going to the grocery store were doing what you know we love to see out here, which is getting to know the producers, getting to know people like you and you, Adam, that are putting things together for everyone. I'm curious, Adam, what was it like for Grace and Grit? I mean, that's that's mainly catering. Did you end up doing any like private stuff or or was it more or less quiet and sort of challenging? So we essentially got shut down because there right. were there were no events allowed whatsoever. Right. Right. Um and we kind of figured, well, what are we gonna do now? Uh and that's where um we decided to do more takeout. Uh, well, takeout in general. Uh, we used to just do like one night a week and solely it was burgers just to like have fun. Right. Uh, and then when we got shut down and we couldn't do parties, like, well, we got to have something coming in and going out because we have this space. We might as well use it. Uh, so then I had a full menu going every week for, and I, I changed it up. Um, there are a few things that stayed every week. Uh, Gives you an opportunity to sh- sort of show everyone uh, what you're all about, yeah, totally. which is a lot. And then, uh, and then we've actually continued uh, in the off season now, which is now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have quite the full menu that I did back then because I don't need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to. I get to have a lot more fun and focus on uh, certain regions and um, from around the world and our our country. And just recently sold out pad Thai night. Recently right? sold out uh, uh, Thai. Yeah. So it, was, it wasn't just pad Thai. I had. Um, Tom Kai Gai Soup, and um, what else did I do? Oh, I made a papaya salad, which I love. Um, and it seems like it's something that, you know, I think about, like, for example, um, our friends over at Lucharitos kind mm-hmm. of filling in a niche that wasn't there before. Yeah, I always try North to, Fork. yeah, I always try to cook, especially now that it's just very focused. I try to do things that um, are not easily available out here. Right. Um, so it's a lot of it's a lot of Southeast Asian. Obviously, Chinese is easy and Japanese is easy to get on the North Fork and South Fork, but some of the other things are not right. Indian, Thai, Vietnamese, Korean. It just doesn't exist out here. Right. So I try to uh, cook those things, and I know the flavors pretty well from traveling. Yeah. Before, before Adam, Adam, Adam's bar personally is very high, which mm. is what sort of and those who eat your food absolutely benefit from that. <laughs> I've been uh, a, a a very grateful guest <laughs> at many an occasion of of Adam's home cooking. And before you went into yeah. the culinary field, I was like, man, you got to be doing. I'm sure everyone told you that they did. Yeah. yeah. Mostly, mostly they said I should open a restaurant, and I, and I knew better. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. As a bartender, you know, lo- very long time bartender, I would n- I would never do. There's so much risk to a to opening a restaurant. Now, I'm not sure this is uh, exactly the stories. You know, I, I haven't yet t- uh, to speak to them. But we're, if we're talking about North Fork culinary scene, Eric's mm-hmm. Eric closed down, and Wednesdays. Uh, you know, table. Well, Lynn was just. We love Lynn. Yeah, Lynn's amazing. Um, she was tired. Yes, <laughs> and I get it. Yeah, it's brutal. I mean, and and that's something we touched on last night when I got to see you and Melanie and Melissa. Uh, if you're a chef, no weekends, no yeah. holidays, 
I'm sure that's got to get tough. Uh, it does sometimes. I mean, now, you know, I work weekends or, you know, Friday and Saturday night. Really, that's it because that's the schedule that I've designed, which is I can do like because I own, I own the business. Yeah, right. <laughs> so so yeah. I can, I can, yeah. Um, and I like doing the the pop-ups that we're doing. Uh, so it keeps me entertained. It kind of keeps me out of trouble yeah. for the most part. Well, as long as you're not wielding incredibly heavy walks, you could definitely get yourself in trouble. There. Yes. I was definitely sore from, from that. <laughs> and what about, what about for you? I remember when you opened, you opened um, underneath anchor. Are you still there? No, I'm not. So I, I decided to take a different approach with doing, you know, the farmer's markets um, was was that because of overhead? Like, what was your your thinking there? Um, it wasn't really overhead. It was just that I just wanted to move more fish. Got it. You know, and to get my product out there, you know, I felt like I had to, you know, um, be a little more mobile. Yeah, just yeah. be a little more mobile, flexible. Yeah, and um, you know, nimble. As yeah, as and as and really get my. You know, I was. We were getting around like Tupac at one point because, you know, I was in uh, East Hampton, Sag Harbor, Riverhead, and, you know, now I'm looking for Montauk. So, um, awesome. Okay. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's. I like this. Yeah. I mean, and it's been working out. So why mess with anything that works? Right. You know? So I last saw you and your wife at uh, the Riverhead Farmer's Market. That was my mom. Oh, that was your mom. Everybody, <laughs> everybody it. thinks that she is my wife. Oh my God. I'm not even embarrassed because I know that I made a good move there with your mom, right? Yeah. She a beautiful, wonderful yeah. person. Mm. And so great to see you guys in that market. I know you guys just recently opened up for the 2023 season. Mm. How has it been going? Uh, thoughts? I mean, you're there nine to one right saturdays, saturdays. Yeah. on the corner of 105 and 25 exactly so you know it's been a little bit of a buildup you know and i think in business you have to expect that oh, but especially now, right now yeah but it's now um i think everybody is uh getting where we are and like i said the name is out there so um North Fork seafood company absolutely <laughs> so it's been it's been it's been really it's been good we're happy. I love. I love that. I'm excited. I'm excited about you know this the coming summer. Do you guys get to work together? I am. I have to imagine that having a, a new seafood producer, it never hurts. Yeah, we've been getting fish from Jermaine for a few years now, uh, and it's killer. Uh, but even more before season, so we'll do a team up uh, towards the end of March for one of our pop ups weekends, and we'll just uh, he'll get the fish or I'll, you know, we'll make the menu together and then he'll get what we need and love it. He'll actually yeah. be back there helping me in the kitchen. It's, it's a great, it's a great time. You it's, know? A be it's a beautiful thing. Before I let you guys go, we got to touch on uh, bay scallops because mm -hmm. although the scallop, uh, scallop gate, <laughs> it's tough right now. The, the, the um, renewed collapse of the uh, bay scallop population continues there were a few out there mm -hmm. uh, this season. Uh, Jermaine, let's start with you. Yeah. You, you um, know it from, so from the bay out. Around, you know, where I am, the scallops, you know, they're just a little bit smaller. But we have found pockets in Riverhead where they're nice, you know. And um, that's what we're targeting right now um, because you want, we want this population to, to grow, 
you know, and to get back where it used to be. Yeah. Um, but it's tough. Um, who, who knows what's really going on out there? Um, but I know. So it's so I was I was speaking to Chris. I always say his last name wrong. Paparo and Kim Tetro, who runs SPAT program. Mm. And it's looking like uh, more than anything, the increase of water temperatures is uh, uh, the biggest element of the equation. So they're looking to try to uh, propagate. I don't know if that's the right word uh, when you're talking about animals, but uh, trying to um, perpetuate those specimens that can survive warmer waters. Uh, Kim has brought back the bay scallop before. <laughs> so we're, you know, we'll wait and see. But uh, you're talking about that sort of, I, I want to know a little bit more about your friends, like who's on the water, who's working with you, uh, where are you sourcing your stuff from? Yeah, so my buddy Kevin, he's uh, um, he's on the water all the time. He knows, he knows where they are. Um, just being him for him it's been it's been like a rat race right right so we started on the island and you know we were getting all it's it's a lot of scallops it's a ton of them they're just they're just really small Mm -hmm. so it forced us to go you know west a little bit and um a little bit deeper water actually we finding these bigger scallops in deeper water and it's probably a little bit um Obviously, it's colder in the deeper water, but um, the so we'll we'll dig for you know we used to be able to get uh, five bags in an hour, right? You know now I'm thinking like what four years ago we had that great year. Well, I don't. I, it was around four t- or five years. Time ago. is so <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. So right now you you digging all you scratching all day for a bag, right? You know, and it, and and it just shows you um, what the scallop like, is going like, through. I feel like if Tupac were alive today, he probably would have that line in one of his songs. Have, if he lived on the East End, scratching sure. all day for a bag. Yeah, that kind of. Uh, I really love that. That kind of sound weird, but uh. no, it sounded great. <laughs> okay, right. you know, I'm thinking it's the hustle. Yeah, it is the hustle. Which, That's by the way, guys, we coined a punk rock tapas bar yesterday called the the Nosh Pit. Which goes alongside my yoga retreat idea, Namaste a while. If you if you take those names, you gotta cut me in. That's just the <laughs> way it goes. You heard it here first. I'm Gianna Volpe. That was Jermaine Owens and Adam Coffer. This was the Tasty Tuesday segment. Uh, North Fork Seafood Company and Grace and Grit, two local businesses to support when you're out and about these days. I love you guys. Thanks we'll, for having us. We'll keep it. We'll keep Peace it North Fork. Yeah, we'll keep it North Fork. We got Marty Attridge, his old North Road record of 2017, Rebel and Grace. Keep it right here. We've got uh, Lisa Marie Presley. May she rest in love on deck after uh, Marty Attridge right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLI WFM Reggae fans. We got we got Mortimer Style and Grace from Fight the Fight EP on deck after that. Before Grace and Grit, Megan Patrick on WLIWFM.
talking about a woman with a pickup truck Not too soft, not too tough Just someone to keep me in my place Drive me home when I've had too much Get my back when the going gets tough Perfect mix of rebel and grace We'll throw our troubles in the back Take it to the highway Rolling thunder come what may Ain't no looking back Running to it our way We're heading for glory in the judgment day Been thinking about a woman with a southern draw Big ol' Carolina, hey you all Don't it put a smile upon your face She looks like a million in an evening gown A blue jean kick it up all down Throw troubles in the back Take it to the highway Rolling thunder come on me Ain't no looking back Gonna do it our way We're heading for glory in the judgment day Hey baby About a woman with a pickup truck Just someone to help me change my luck Won't she put a smile upon my face Drive me home when I've had too much Make sweet love until the sun come up Perfect mix of rebel and grace Throw troubles in the back Take it to the highway Rolling thunder, come on me Looking back, gonna do it our way. We're heading for glory in the judgment day with a thousand stops along the way. You know, I love you, baby, and I just gotta see you see. You and me just gotta be. Step on the brakes, then 
Alright, so we've got Megan Patrick's Grace and Grit, the title track from her 2016 record. Then I'm going to hop over a single by Balsam Range, uh, Grit and Grace, to play a weird one. It's Bobby Bear's Greasy Grit Gravy from the Bear record of 1978. 
Weird is wonderful. And then lead you into the NPR news break at the top of the hour with one from 2022, Grit from Buffalo Commons, hopping over uh, the honest grit from the Things We Say Now record. If you want to catch the tracks that we're hopping past, you can find the playlist on today's edition of The Heart of the East End on WLIW.org. Big, deep bow to our guests for the Tasty Tuesday segment this morning, Jermaine Owens and Adam Coffer. I'm Gianna Volpe. This is Megan Patrick. And you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. I don't want no lizard 
Grass Plains, give me greasy grit gravy and gizzard greens. Greasy grit gravy and gizzard greens, big fat pie and bobo beans. Make you wanna split your jeans, eating greasy grit gravy and gizzard greens. All right now, hey Marie, will you be mine? I'm gonna take you out to dine. We're gonna live beyond our means. Kiss my wife and sell the baby. I'm going off to join the Navy. All they eat on submarines is greasy grit greasy grit gravy and gizzard greens. Big fat pie and bobo beans. Make you wanna split your jeans. Eat greasy grit gravy and gizzard greens. Buckingham Palace yeah. walked in on the king and queen eating greasy grit gravy and gizzard green greasy grit gravy and gizzard green big fat pie and bobo beans make you wanna split your jeans eating greasy grit gravy and gizzard green doctor doctor help me please I'm neurotic as I can be Keep doing it in my dream song. Greasy grit gravy and gizzard green. Dixie Belle, she's southern fried. She don't want no champagne wine. You wanna get into her jeans? Give her greasy grit gravy and gizzard greens. 